You're listening to an FTCR podcast, you boob. Hello, everybody. Uh, I am FTA. I'm Jonathan. And I want my paper back, paper back, paper back. Want my paper back, paper back, paper back. Paper back. Trades. There are no hardcovers here, so I, I guess... Well, there's, there's been, like, what, two hardcovers? Three. Genesis, best of one, best, best of, of two. two. How about best of two just had a, a paper bag? It never got a paper bag. Just a hardcover? Really? Just a hardcover. Interesting. It must not have done well enough to warrant that um, that softcover re-release. Um, it was announced, and here's the thing. If you look into <clears throat> the newest uh, trade paperback that comes out, or whatever... It will tell you what uh, whatever else is available or even coming in the next few months. Mm-hmm. In the front, it has archives, bests of the Sonic the Hedgehog series, Genesis, and the Selects. On the bests of, it used to have a um, Volume 2 soft cover. That soft cover got taken off and was replaced by a Volume 3 Rivals for a little bit. Which had a picture of Scourge on the Which front. Which had a picture of Scourge for a little bit. Then that was taken off and has been replaced with Best of Sonic Ultimate, uh, Ultimate Edition. Which we should probably be getting maybe at the end of the month. It was supposed to come out this week. So. Yes. Yeah. Now, th- did we not get it just because our local store didn't receive it? Or did it stores in general not receive it? Uh, <clears throat> I'm unclear of that. I feel... I'm starting to feel like it's more that it got pushed back. Um, Comixology has it as coming in this week. Amazon um, has it as coming out at the end of March. Because Archie... Because every like week, Archie will tweet, like, these are released today. Yeah. And, like, two weeks ago, they did they did include that hmm. Ultimate in part of, in one of their pictures. Yeah. Well, well uh, the shop owners said hey it's gonna come in friday i went in friday i went in i went in yeah i went in monday whatever day and uh they still they did it like bobby was there and i was looking around it's like bobby did this come in he was like no it's like let me look in your poll it's like no it didn't come in that might have just been because though um they left for toy fair they did they they went to see devastator in real life i cried Toy Fair had a lot of great Transformers news. Yeah, they also met Todd McFarlane, but who cares? That silence is everyone who cares. No one. Is that... <laughs> you know, I actually tweeted today, like, does anyone still care about Spawn? And I got a bunch of players just saying, no. <laughs> Do you think people that are actually in Spawn have computers? No. <laughs> no, of course not. The only person who still cares is Todd McFarlane. And he has baseballs instead of computer. He's baseballs instead of anything. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is, is kind of a follow up to the uh, one that, at the time you're hearing this, premiered a week ago. Um, we are here to do the trades that have come out in, in, over the months of um, January and February 2015. Our hiatus. Our hiatus. Yeah, we we got pushed back a bit, you know. But now we're going to try and do this on a much more regular schedule. Um, so the trades we have to talk about today are. Um, archive number... 24. 24? We yeah, have almost at the silver anniversary. We have a... Actually, s- technically we are, because there was a zero volume. There you go, then. Yeah. We have um, Sonic Select 10, 
Um, Sonic Reboot, uh, Trade 2, The Chase. Sonic Universe, Trade 8, Scourge Lockdown. Yes. And we're going to talk briefly about the aforementioned, give it its full name, Best of Sonic the Hedgehog Ultimate Collection. Yeah. Why don't we, why don't we start out with that, since we already kind of started with that. Okay. Um, um, <clears throat> let me take so, it away. Yeah, because I like I'm, I'm probably the only one that's really <clears throat> follow this because I get everything, and this is just a. <clears throat> I believe that this was everything that was originally going to be in that volume three, and maybe some more stuff, because that volume three was solicited as um, Sonic the Hedgehog Best of Rivals, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it featured Scorch heavily. Um, I, I believe Jet was going to play a huge part in that, and it it looks like there might be a couple stories that looks like uh, that look like there a couple of like it looks like it kind of focuses a little bit on those characters and Knuckles, even though it's not really Knuckles as a rival. Um, well, I, I I know when it was first announced, <laughs> some people because it was announced a while back, you know, around the. The lawsuit. Some people are like, yeah. oh, because it's Scourge on there, they have to scrap it. But I guess yeah. now that you know, guys, again, we hold. I am holding a trade of Scourge, and actually, yeah. they're using Scourge again in some of their publicity shots. Well, I think this is the thing. I think that um, it's they can't do, use new artwork. Yeah, well, they, they, they can't do anything new with him. Yes. they can reprint. They basically anything <laughs> they they've released, they're allowed. They're allowed to reprint. They just can't use a lot of those yeah. characters ever again. History lesson for um, those of you out there who are interested. Uh, in like the seventies, Neil Adams uh, started to try to get um, some right stuff for comic book artists. So he found a loophole in um, in kind of the legality of comic book uh, companies taking the art from artists. Mm-hmm. So what would happen <clears throat> before then was. The penciler and the inker would make up a page, send it into the office, and then the office would throw it out, burn it, do whatever. Well, actually, no, they would pulp it and recycle the paper so they wouldn't have to spend more. Um, At least they're being environmentally friendly. Yeah. And uh, so it's very hard to find actual pages from before then. Um, A lot of those were stolen. Uh, So Neil Adams figures, okay, so when you're paying your artists... You're paying them for reprint rights. You're not paying for them for the actual work. You have to pay them more if you want to pay them for the actual work. So, <clears throat> say, um, if if I'm an artist and I want to take, um, like, a page, if I, I drew something inside of that drug, and I want to take that page um, and print it myself, I couldn't do that. Because legally, I, I got the art back, I can't have the art and the reprint rights. Yeah. Just like the company... They can reprint that stuff, but they can't act also own the art. And I believe they they <clears throat> split up pretty evenly between the pencil and the ink. Like so, and there, tw- there is some sort of a uh, twenty page twenty page book. I guess ten pages go to the pencil, ten pages yeah. go to the ink. And I, I get what I understand. It's just that random. <clears throat> they'll, they'll just send here's your pages, here's yeah. your pages. Have at it. The 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 thing about that too is that you know. Um, Writer doesn't get any. Neither does the. Um, well, to, to be fair, know. like the writer, in terms of just artwork, you know, like the writer yeah. didn't draw anything. I mean, the it's, writer... it's the writer's concept, though. I, I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I just, I, you know, it's. Kind, I find it kind of interesting. I'd be honest, though. The writer, you know, writers, they already get their fair share. 
Yeah. You know, like, I mean... Well, I would, I would probably say that maybe writers get the best deal out of it all. Oh, entirely. Like, yeah. yeah. Of everything, so, they, get, they get the best. So they the get fact top that... billing. They uh, have more longevity in the business. Um, I mean, they're... Um, from from, from, from <clears throat> things that have been released from disgruntled artists, it is very... Again, this isn't the case for everywhere, but yeah. just from people that have come out, particularly from places like Marvel and DC... It is very like the writer is top dog, and like the artist can easily be replaced. Mm. Well, and it's like look at look at uh, look at the whole Stan Lee situation. Like all like a bunch of the old school artists are really mad at Stan Lee, you know, because he's he's more of the central figure because he was the writer, and you know, it's also charismatic as hell that man. Yeah, like, he's just got charisma coming out of his nose. I wasn't say a different body part, but we're keeping this podcast PG. <laughs> Another thing to edit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. So, um, I forgot how we got onto this discussion, but because we were talking about the best of, and it's best weird. Of. Oh yeah. So, well, Jonathan, what issues are on the best of? Um, the only thing pre Ian. There's only two issues that are pre Ian, okay. and it's it's solicited as a celebration of like 20 years of blah blah blah. And there's only like two things from outside the last. Ten, almost ten years of Ian's. And again, I haven't, re- I haven't read everything. I haven't even read all of Ian's stuff. Mm-hmm. But from what I've read pre-Ian to what I've read <clears throat> post-Ian, that sounds like two issues too many. <clears throat> to be fair, though, there are. There I'm, are I'm specific, joking. There are some good issues before Ian. I am just joking. Like there. there are specific things that I think you, if you're going to call it the ultimate collection, you have to have, like issue fifty, director's yeah. cut. Yeah, you need issue fifty director's cut. You need, Again, say I what, think, 25. Say what you want about Ken Penders. I'll, I'll give them Endgame. It's a good issue. Yeah. I mean, it, it, 25 was Mecha Madness. Yeah. I mean, what they... What Mech, they or not Mecha Madness. Um, this is, it was, this is the Sonic Go scene. ahead and Mecha My Day is what it was called. Uh, yeah. Dumb pun. But, like, <laughs> they've, they've reprinted that a bunch. I mean, obviously, yeah. for an ultimate, I get that, but, like, they reprint that issue specifically, like, a hell of a lot. Yeah. Um... Which, you know, I, I, I'm, like, 25, I would be fine with leaving it out. But I do think 50 is kind so of... 50 is in there? 50's not in there. <clears throat> what they do cl- include is Mecha Madness. So it's um, the Mecha Madness special and the uh, Rage Against the Machine issue 39. Okay. And that's the only thing um, from the first 170-ish issues that's in there. Well, I know that Ian... When I spoke to him, he has said that that's his his like favorite issue. I guess that he yeah. like, before him before his time. Like he said that it makes. I imagine normally I think Ian has, has a hand in picking what goes into yeah. these straight. So I'd imagine he'd be like, "Yeah, make him out. This is a good book. Let's, you know, let's put that in." And then yeah. just put it with everything else I've done. <laughs> I don't know if it was that. I no, think, I'm joking. Yeah, because I, I think I think it's like maybe Ian was just like, but you gotta have Mecha Madness. Well, I, I I think for the first best of they like everyone who was still working yeah. on the book, they said pick one story. Oh no, it was um, the first best of. I think was a really awesome set off setup. Um, Ian picked a story. Like uh, Tracy picked, picked, yeah. a, picked, picked picked a story. Spaz uh, Jamal Peppers picked a story. I think Ian's might have been um, Mecha Madness. It might have been Mecha Madness because I'm pretty sure Mecha Madness was. Mecha Madness isn't every trend he ever released. It's Mecha Madness. Gotta have pe- what are you talking about? It's best of. You gotta put Mecha Madness <laughs> in there. This is best of Volume Six. Don't give a damn. Mecha Madness. <laughs> um, 
so I, I, I think that's interesting. I, it's probably something to do with wanting to focus on more relevant works um, than the older stuff. Because or... I would imagine, again, if you were coming in, like, Endgame, I like Endgame. Yeah. But I, I think what, what they try to do sometimes with these these trades is maybe appeal to more of the um, the game fans. You don't necessarily throw the comics too much. And Mecha yeah. Madness is just like Sonic CD. You know, fans of the games are going to get that. Endgame. Oh, not Mecha Madness, Mecha but Madness. Uh, um, 25. 25, yeah. Um, Endgame is like, there's there's quite a bit of backstory leading up yeah. to that. Like, which which I, can, I can kind of understand why they, don't, they just include that <laughs> issue because it's, it's kind of a bigger, it's, kind of, it's the, the finale of a bigger story. Yeah. So I can kind of see why I didn't want to put like, like five or four issues before Endgame. There are three it. issues. Um, yeah, and they're not as good as 50. They're they're okay. They're just not as good as 50. Like 50, mm. 50 you start off with that nice, like, uh, robotic sleep, like, creepy, like, origin of him. Like, and I, I think that's, like, the right way to start it off. <laughs> like, if you put that, if you put that in, like, issue 46, 7 or something, whatever it was, you, you would have caught my attention from the get-go. But it's like... That really is like, oh crud! Well, I think they... Sonic's dad and Uncle Chuck picked up this this fat guy that turns out to be a Robotnik. Well, I think they kept it because issue fifty was meant to be the last issue. Yeah, and so I guess it was because Penders wanted that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I guess it was just you know it's, it's the last issue ever. Let's give some you know let's finally give Ed yeah. Robotnik his big you know backstory, which worked. Yeah, you know. Um, but so yeah, Mecha Madness is the only. Um, even classic Sonic era type, you know, thing. Um, we have Future Tense, 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 which I think is a silver story. It's issues two fifteen to two sixteen. Um, oh no, that's the back, the silver backup stories. Um, those were pretty good. Uh, Lost in the moment, Sonic two thirty one, which I think was. If I remember correctly, was the aftermath of Genesis, where Sally's—it's it, revealed that Sally's a robot, and you—that—that that first is that the story they included in the in the, the epilogue of the Genesis hardcover. Yes. Okay, that is an awesome story. I think that's an awesome, that, or that at least it has awesome scenes. That's in. an awesome bit, but I said that's kind of like that's kind of weird to showcase on its own. Yeah, type of thing. It's, it, it, it's really more of an epilogue to a story rather than a, yeah. a standalone thing. It's also really weird because they put that in two fifty as well. Like two fifty was a double sized yeah issue, and they put that story. Did in they? There. They put they put the aftermath of Genesis where he you know huh. like it ends with you know as a robot. Oh my god! I don't remember that. I remember that because I was like, oh yeah. man, I always want something. <clears throat> so, but the weird thing about this is it's it's a lot of stuff. After Genesis and before the reboot, which is generally generally considered not very good, Ian, because <laughs> he had to change his plans. Like yeah, because like he had to keep rewriting, and so he had a lot to deal with, and it really shows. Um, so yeah, it, it's got that. It's got the next issue. Um, it's got endangered species in it, an issue from that, which is notoriously okay. bad. It's the last main main book um, complete story 
before the reboot. It's it Foolish Goliath. It's supposed to be Knuckles dealing with the aftermath of him becoming Enerjack and facing all of the like all the people, the Kim Penders created echidnas. Then they have to like wipe them out halfway through the story and then they yeah. just disappeared. They just disappeared. Like um Thrash threw him into a warp ring. And I don't, I don't know which issue exactly this is. Like, I could probably do some math real quick, but honestly, it's not worth it. But <laughs> it's like, in, endangered species is in there. That That's such a vis- visceral thing for a lot of fans. It's like, oh, no, not that story. Another thing <laughs> is Shadowfall has an issue in here. Shadowfall? Shadowfall, Sonic uh, Universe 59. I don't know which issue that is. <laughs> Was that the last one, or was that like the first one? So so 50 was Metal Sonic, so 1, 2, 3, 4. That's also in there. Well, issue 50 of Sonic So 59 would be Shadowfall Part 1, I guess. Yeah. Because after Worlds Collide, you have... Yeah, four issues Worlds Collide, then you have the Pirate Plunder Panic, or Pirate Pirate Plunder, whatever that... Mm -hmm. And then 59 should be Shadowfall Issue 1, which is... that's an. That's an odd choice. It's an odd choice. Great and Chaos I don't... Capo. There is there is an issue of the Great Chaos Caper. <laughs> um, so it's like I think it's like the first issue of each of those, which um, which is really strange. Hey, Great Chaos Caper issue one is amazing. So I'm. It's fine an with that. amazing story. It's just really weird that it's like okay, I guess we're not getting a trade of these. So it's very, for very, uh, I guess while. we're not getting it for a while. So let's put the first issue. And be like, hey, buy this in the app. Um, that's all I can think <laughs> of for it. Um, I am from Sonic the Hedgehog 171. I think that's a retelling of Shadow's backstory briefly. Father and Son, um, which is, if I remember correctly, is Scourge seeks out Sonic's dad to have a heart-to-heart or something. And then Sonic's dad kicks his butt. No way! Yeah, that, if, if I remember correctly, that's Where essentially... Where was that from? Uh, 192. So that should be coming up in the upcoming... That should be in the next, uh, next volume. Sonic Saga so. Series 7, The Dark Mirror. Should be that one or the next one? Well, that one has Scourge in the cover, so I'm Ooh, assuming... There was a lot of Scourge. Okay. Of Scourge. I like Scourge. I like him. We'll get to I, him. I do. We'll I really... Um, there are two issues of Scrambled as well. Uh, last two issues, three and four. Parts you three keep and four. telling me that's really good, so I'm it's gonna, really I'm good. Gonna wait until um, I'm wait to read Scrambled. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. It's really, I find it really strange, the cobbling together of this collection, because it's like, okay, first issue of this, last issue of that, um, things that are generally not considered that great. Because it's like you know, I would consider. The main story of I think two sixteen to be really awesome and should be in there above, um, above endangered species or or shadowfall. Uh, shadow well, everyone tells me issue two hundred is a great issue. Oh no, it's awesome. So I know that. Um, you, you would have thought they would have gone for milestone issues rather than just oh here's a story that's I like. Yeah. Oh well. Well, I don't know. I just find it's it's a really weird collection. <laughs> It's like they were trying to do a theme, and then they were like, "Okay, let's let's keep this theme, but then let's throw other stuff in and bump up the page count." Oh, three hundred issues, three hundred pages, right? Three hundred issues, I'd buy that. <laughs> That's like every issue they ever printed, and then maybe some STC in there for good luck. 
if you to include all of the main book or the yeah, it is. So it's over three hundred. So it's over three hundred. Um, because X and Universe together are over a hundred. Yeah, and we're at two hundred and sixty something. So it'd be easily plus all the you know the you know the the um. Sonic Super Special and the minis. And the, well, I, I'm not talking so much as trade, just like the um, like the the Princess Sally uh, yeah. miniseries, the Knuckles, the Tails, the Knuckles actual series, which series. is very nearly forty issues. Has, has all that come <clears throat> out yet, or is there still one more archive to come out? There, I think there's two more to come out, and archives number five has been bumped back for like a year. Like Amazon says, it's it's going to come out in like 2016. Oh, Amazon changed that all the time. I don't, I don't yeah, know so I don't know. I don't know if or when that's ever going to come out. I would like to have that complete series. It's like two two volumes. I want them left. to release it in actual good trades. I don't like the mini archives size. Yeah, there and um, Paul Kaminsky at one point mentioned that yeah we're going to do. He he hinted at doing you know the legacy volumes. Yeah doing a Knuckles Legacy that collects the Knuckles Mini and all of the issues of the ongoing. In black and white? In black and white. Uh. Which, I mean, it would be nice to have, like, a Knuckles Omnibus and just be able to, like, mm. not have to f- have, like, regular page page size and just flip through it and be like, okay, I read that. It'd be nice to have a Knuckles Omnibus to read on the bus. Oh! oh that's the only place I'd feel comfortable <laughs> reading that, you know? So, um, we will let this go on then to talk about um, Sonic Archive 24. Now, what was included yeah. on that? Um, issues of Sonic the Hedgehog. I think it was uh, 89 through 93. These um, these little almost digest-sized books contain like four issues, mm-hmm. are like 10 bucks each, um, have nicer paper quality than um, the, the regular size now. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Um, and they're like, they're like, like 10 bucks. Like, uh, this one was fun. It was fun. It, um, I, I like, I, I wasn't like, oh God, this is terrible. Like, as you will be when you go back and read like things that you were like, oh, this was awesome. I was like, oh man, this is really bad. I, I read it really quickly because I was like, if I actually manage to like sit down and like analyze this, it's probably going to be not as fun. It's a good, like. Read it quickly and, you know, just savor it. I will say that it's essentially two stories. It's the main story from the main chunk of the book, so the Sonic story, and then there's a Knuckles backup story. Okay. The uh, the Sonic story is essentially... King Max is like, I am going to attack Eggman! And then Sonic's like, oh... Uh, okay, I guess I'll go with you. And Sonic's like, protect my dad! And he's like, oh, okay, gal. He does it. Uh, he, and they're they're going to rescue Elias, who's captured by Uncle Chuck, who is now evil again. Saying so the Uncle Chuck again, and so um, he Sonic rescues Elias, but King Acorn gets you know uh, gets hurt. So Silas like, what? I told you to protect him. He also learns that plot device A can cure evilness. <laughs> um, so it's like so Sonic's like okay I gotta get plot device A and stick it in Uncle Chuck again okay <laughs> it's a sword why not stick it in Robotnik cause he's not a robot although, uh, actually at this point he might be a robot 
You know what? I should I should rephrase this as it gives you back your free will. Ah. Uh. Because it's the Sword of Acorns. The Sword of Acorns is apparently... The Sword of, the Sword of Omens. Yes. Uh, it, it apparently grants people free will again or something. I don't know. Um, but it's like that, 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 that storyline, you know, it's pretty simple, pretty enjoyable. It could have done, like, it's not a really dense wordy thing, but I still think it could have done with editing out some of the speech. Um, (laughs) but you know, it it was fun. It was light. Um, the Knuckles backups, uh, were actually, was actually about Antoine and Bunny traveling to fake England to rescue his, uh, roboticized dad who's evil um Antoine's dad yeah Antoine's yeah. roboticized dad why is it that's a Knuckles backup for Knuckles gets into it soon okay cause you have to have Knuckles in it otherwise it's not Knuckles backup <laughs> <laughs> but um so they meet up with English Sonic Robo the Hedge oh what uh and um who is actually Amy's uh cousin I'm uh, so glad. So See, glad this, was this is why this is this is part of the reason why it's like significantly oh not as good. A- it's Amy's, like I have nothing wrong with Amy's cousin as English Sonic. Yeah, he's Robin Hood Sonic. Oh, the green. Oh, I yeah. Pick, I know. Yeah, the Green Arrow Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wish he was more Green Arrow than um, than a uh, uh, Robin Hood because failed this zone. <laughs> Murders people because uh, he talks in like old English and he gets boring and old real fast if he was like a hippie that made chili and had like a, a goatee or something that would be awesome and he is, he is an english version of uh tales who's a psychic who gets addicted to drugs my water's a junkie my water's a junkie Slap. let's just rewrite um denny o'neill and neil adams epic uh, green lantern green arrow as robo the hedge and um not tails as a uh, wings it's wings he has two Tail wings. She's two wings. Oh my god, you freak out of it. <laughs> He's actually married to a, an echidna woman. Who? The green arrow sonic? Yeah. It, her name is Mary Ann. Uh, but they, they hyphenate it so it's in the echidna naming system that Ken Penders made up. Uh, that doesn't apply to Knuckles because Knuckles is... Because Knuckles is a Sega character. Because Knuckles is real. <laughs> I mean, there's all that's that's all there is to it, really. Knuckles is a character people can give a damn about, which is no one can say that about the other ones. Uh, I liked Julie Sue sometimes. Was that his sister or his, his daughter, the girlfriend? Which one was that? Was that? The, that was the wife girlfriend thing. Oh, uh, I lost Karen, dude. Like, I just don't give a damn about about the, the Knuckles family tree. I don't care. Yeah, the Knuckles family tree is the most convoluted, scary thing, and they actually plot it out, and then they make a game out of it in one of the back backup uh, parts of the of an issue of Sonic, where it's like, "Hey, can you fill out all these names of people that you haven't actually read?" And, and it's like, "No, well, of course Be- not." Bearded Knuckles, hippie Knuckles. There's one of my favorite things. It's an image of like Ken Pender's Drummer, and they all look identical to Knuckles. Yeah, it's a slight difference. It's, it's like hippie Knuckles, bearded Knuckles. Knuckles in a hat. And then there's always different variations of Knuckles. You know, then when it gets to a picture of actual Knuckles, he just says Red Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Archive 24, recommend, Skip? Uh, uh, 
Yeah, you know, if you're getting the rest of the archives, I would get it. If just... like I think I think the main part of it is is you know okay, mm-hmm. the backup. Um, it's like, okay, we're going to follow Antoine for a while. And it's like, oh, but we got to have Knuckles. And then it's like, it's all about Knuckles. And then it's like, Knuckles becomes uh, plot, uh, plot device B. And just, no, seriously, this is how the story ends. Oh, and by the way, this is the beginning of the infamous Green Knuckles saga. Green Knuckles? George the, the Echidna? Yes. This is the, <laughs> the beginning. This is the most important thing about this book. You know, just buy it for this, I guess. It's the beginning of the... Um, Infamous Green Knuckles storyline. And um, this is... Why he turns green is because Chaos Energy... Just that Sonic's eyes. Yeah, so he, he turns green. Um, but then, like, the Echidna ladies in charge of this Echidna land are like, Hey, you can't take Antoine's dad. He's a threat. We're going to kill him instead. And then he says... N O and punches his fists into the ground. Like literally, it's not no, it's N on one side of his body, O on the other side of his body, and then magic he puts um he puts uh Bunny and Antoine with Antoine's dad tied up on a plane, headed back to Knothole. He Why puts, are they tied up? No 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 no. Knuckles' dad is tied up because he's roboticized and evil. Oh. And then he puts Amy with Robbo the Hedge and I think he goes back somewhere. I don't know. But then I'm like, why did you? Why didn't you put Amy with uh, Antoine and, and and Bunny? She's stuck in fake Britain now. Well, she's with family. That's what it matters. Family's she's, more important, Jonathan. She ran away from that family to hit on Sonic. I, she would obviously much rather so, be. So let's be honest, right? This is going to get a bit weird, but Amy is pretty much in love with her cousin. But... She basically found an American version. That makes... Wait, so is, is Amy English? Yeah, I guess. Let's move on. Technically. Well, it's a mixture of France and England. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's the worst whatever. combination. Let's, uh, whatever. Yeah, no. I don't care. Hon- honestly, I think it's better than the next thing we're going to talk about. Like, I think... <clears throat> I think this trade I would buy over the next one we're going to talk about. Which would be... Sonic Select 10. Oh, really? But, yeah. Huh. You wasn't even a fan of Select 10? Um, there's there's a couple reasons why I would. Um, the main reason, I think, would be to get to get this book is for the Sonic Comic Origins, which are already reprinted. Mm-hmm. So, this is a quick rundown. <laughs> so, we have in Sonic Select Book 10, we have Unburying the Hatchet, was which was the free comic book day book in 2007. We had the two-part, amazingly terrible Sabrina the Teenage Witch crossover. Uh, some Enchanted Evening Part 1, which was in um, Sabrina, issue 28. And then some Enchanted Evening Part 2, which was part of Super Sonic Special 10. We have Running on Empty, which was from the Sonic Super Special 8. And then we had the um, two-part, which book-ended uh, Worlds Collide, at all costs, Part 1, main book, issue 247, at all costs, Part 2, Sonic the Hedgehog issue 252, which, if you've already bought the first trade of the reboot, Count of the Chaos is included in that as well. Um, you, and, yeah, it yeah. Ends, and it <clears throat> ends with the first four Sonic comic origins for Sally, Rota, Antoine, and Bunny. Um, I, but this, uh, I've been, this, I haven't got many of these selects, but I wasn't terribly upset with this one. The um, I, I primarily got it because I, 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 I was thinking through it. <clears throat> 
the uh, Sonic versus, but actually the free comic days in a kind of Sonic versus Knuckles punch up. Like yeah. Sonic gets mind controlled by Eggman, goes back, and Knuckles is, is the only one who can even stop him. See, and I think this issue is the only reason I would like. Is, is pretty much the the highlight of the trade, and the only real reason for me to buy this trade if I wasn't buying everything that was Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, because I already have the free comic book day issue. Um, it's probably harder to come by now. I know that for a while afterwards, like they printed so many of those that they, um, that a lot of comic shops were actually like, okay, we'll put it out again for the next couple years. So it was like, uh, it was like you had this, um, old Sonic free comic book day and the new one next to each other. Cause I thought that printed because that summer of Sonic <clears throat> 2011, which actually had Ian yeah. and Tracy there. Archie had printed so many of the of the free comic days that year, which was a it was just a reprint of issue one. Yeah, that because there was like a thousand people, and so it's like yeah, they just brought over like fifteen hundred copies of it. They printed a lot of those free comic book day books. That that reprint of issue one, I think, might have been may have been the first free comic book day one, or maybe one Probably of the because this was from free comic day two thousand and. Because there was a 2006, I think. So that means that they would have re- they were reprinting a book from five years ago. No, they were reprinting a book from 15 years ago. No, no, no. I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it said free comic book. They had an all new cover. Yeah. By uh, I believe I have it. Spaz. Uh, it was yeah, a Spaz. Spaz cover. I have an issue. I have, I have it here somewhere. Um, but either way, they print a lot of the free comic book. Day, but you know, 2006. 2006. Yeah. Well, I um, think I think that was a 2006, and <clears throat> I could be wrong. It could have been after that because I think every time after this this issue, it's been a new story. Hmm. Except for, oh, not really. Because it was new for that. It was. Are you talking about? Well, last, you know what? Um, this year, last year, it was a they for the last two years they've been teaming up Sonic and Mega Man. Yeah. So last year we got the first two. Of these um, Sonic Collects, we had Sally and Roto one half, and then we had the Mega Man X yeah. back up, and then the year before that, they had like the, the last ten pages of the book before Worlds Collide from each side. They, yeah. had, Mega, they had Sonic and Mega Man. So I think I, I guess that would be the first time it was something that had already been printed before, because I think the Sonic Comic Origins stuff was actually not printed, reprinted, or was not printed before that. He was printed, at, like, reprinted after that. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Sally and, and Rota did debut in that pre comic day book. Yeah, because they, they did reprint it again in, like, very soon after. They reprinted yeah. a lot. Um, going on to, to the Sabrina crossover, this is, without that, one of the worst things ever written it's really in the bad. history of mankind. See, but it's fantastic to read. It's so terrible. It's like watching The Room. It's amazing. I, it, I don't know. It's kind of boring. It's uh, it's it's not that great. There's I, so many times where they they have Sonic run into a tree and stuff because like yeah. there's argue, there's points where like Sabrina and Sonic go into a confrontation, but like they have Sonic like run into a wall and stuff. And for some reason, saying the cat is a likes to read Sonic comic books. Doesn't know what the Sonic games are, but loves Doesn't play the, the games, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I like I like the idea that everyone that was working on the Sonic comic at the time were just so into like so into the Sonic comic that they were like, This is all there is. <laughs> we invented Sonic the Hedgehog. What what's a shame is that it shows you for part two. It's part of the um 
Sonic uh, Super Express Show, and it has on the cover. It does have <coughs> this is the issue that had the uh, Sonic Underground crossover. It's not that great, <laughs> but I liked it. I like Man the Hedgehog. All right, he's on the right character. I. I don't know what to tell you. It wasn't, it wasn't that great of a... Uh, you don't have that <laughs> great of an issue either. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's really... It's so dumb. It's yeah. so bad. But I, I recommend... If you can find it, I recommend reading it because it's terribly bad. It's fantastic. I will say I was kind of disappointed that... Um, Dan DiCarlo did all of the Sabrina art for it, but Dave Manick did the uh, the Sonic art. I was like, I would like... I would have paid money. I would have paid, like... How like double what he was getting to draw those pages for Sabrina to do the Sonic stuff as and well. And this is some of the like this every every panel featuring Sonic in this crossover could be featured on bad Sonic fan art. Yeah, it's not good. Well, I think Sally's all. worse than Sonic because she's essentially just wearing a bag. And this is a Sonic. Uh, this is a, an alum of the comic. Of the Sonic comic drawing this, it must so. have been it must have been having a rough day. But, uh, yeah, I remember Dave Manick doing better stuff. He was like he was like a an earlier Archie Sonic guy. But you know, I, I just I, I wish Dan DiCarlo did it because that would have been something truly unique. Yeah, and then the the story that I don't think either one of us remember. <laughs> I just, Sonic becomes old. Yeah, what are the, uh, who, who's the artist here? Uh, uh, it should say, I guess. It doesn't say, well... It'll yeah, say, it'll probably say on the contents, right? No? I think so, but no! <sighs> yeah, I wish I wish they would put that on the con- contents. Yeah, it's, yeah. um... That is, that is my favorite panel in that. Uh, very... Demon Heart Eyes looking at uh, Sonic. Yeah, Demon Heart Eyes Amy looking at Sonic. Um, and then we... Oh, oh, also, uh, like, 80, uh, 80s woman's like um shoulder pads on, on Snively, yes it's in, in horrifying a, in a blue why is he wearing blue for Snively's color's green uh, I green. think he used to wear blue all the time in the comic I go for cartoon cartoony wore green that's my one true canon yeah. and then we go to uh, at all costs part one and part two again the before and after of um Water Collide not, not bad yeah. not, it's, it's, like it's, it. it's a good issue it's a really um, good art by Emma Stanley really yeah, good art I love her rotor it's the only t- like it's uh, you see Rotor like pre reboot. Oh yeah, and yeah, it, he is super. Don't don't launch. Look at his muscles. It's it's like it's so interesting because he's it's like you know you know what he you know what he looks like so so redesigned Rotor yeah. now he just looks like a bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. This pre reboot Evan Stanley Rotor looks like. He's still fat, yeah. but he's toned. Much. He's kind of like Kingpin. He's Kingpin. Kingpin's fat, but he's toned. Like this is what Rotor is. I like, is. That, I like yeah. that. I kind of prefer that because, like, I I like Rotor's design now. Yeah, but he's kind of he has like the body proportions of Boom Knuckles. Mm-hmm. I kind of prefer maybe they kept the kind of chub, like King, Shoppy, more Kingpin esque yeah. body design, but. Either way, it's you know, Silver comes back and he's like, I finally know who the traitor is. That, we uh, all knew that for like forty issues. Yeah, is it, could it be the one who's currently a robot? A robot? A robot? Is that a frozen yogurt robot? A froyo robot? Yeah, <laughs> sure, why, why not? Um, you know, frozen it, yogurt is evil. I can believe that. And this is the one where it ends with well, first they fight some whales because why not? That's always fun. Chocolate. And then this is the one where um, horrifying tales. Where tales though turns into the um, spoiler alert. Where Tails, though, turns into 
the giant space octopus from Watchmen. See, I have I have another like anatomical yes, term for of it. Of course, it uh, female into, genitalia. Yes, which apparently. Again, Ian Flynn was like, I did not write that into the <laughs> script. So apparently, I, I apparently like, Evan Stanley was just like, oh, I'll draw this. I'm just I like weird. how they must have sat Evan down and said that, because you can see the difference in designs. Um, I think that's the best part of uh, capturing these two issues together, is you see, okay, how horrifying and like weirdly... And how like, inappropriate yeah. for a... Because <laughs> in in part two, it kind of looks like kind of looks like bile lizard in a way. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a bile lizard. Um, but I, I mean, you know, so and then you know, obviously we we talked about uh, part one. Basically, you know, Sonic. It, most of it is just Sonic um, and Tails destroying Tails, though, and then they get back their memories of pre-reboot. We get to see Eggman following Woods Clan, and how he's like, oh man, and then. We see some slight things about how the ball has changed, and it ends with Sally is no longer a robot, but she's currently on the run in Robotropolis. Uh, Eggman's is it no, in, uh, there's no robot. Oh, no, she's in the Arctic. She's not in. Uh, she, I think she's in the uh, Death Egg. Yeah, she's in the. the she is in the Death Egg. See, there's the Death Egg. It says, but it's in the Arctic, so I'm yeah. still technically correct. So you're technically I'm correct. Still technically correct. Uh-huh. Robot Robotropolis doesn't exist anymore. Oh, does it? I wish it would because I love that name. Because Robotropolis still exists. Yeah, but it never got changed. Okay. Yeah. And then it ends with the um, first four Sonic comic origins, which I, which I will say the um, at all costs one and two. Again, I like you know pretty. I mean, yeah. It's I mean act part two isn't really a. It doesn't you, really continue it. If you look at it, I mean, if you if you go into it with the knowledge of there is a a you know crossover and a and a big reboot in yeah. between of it, it works. If you look at one and two as a one and two, it doesn't make any sense. Typically, with something like that, they would put an explanation page in the trade, but there isn't one. Yeah, there is. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, I skipped over that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, Wait, so never mind. Read the. Wait, to read to the be fair, page. they they do say oh, and, and this happened. I don't know which. Yeah. It's good, because otherwise you'd be like, what's going on? What's going on? What happened to the Arctic Freedom Fighters? Yeah, why is the Tails, though, no longer look really inappropriate for? Why did they censor the Tails, doll? And then, like, Norgus is there. Like, do you think we'll ever see Norgus again? I I hope so. There was stuff leading up. They did say post-reboot, yeah. everything from Adventures on Saturday M is fair game to yeah. use, which includes Norgus. So, yeah, maybe it's... Because I haven't read any apart from this issue, like the issue beforehand, yeah. I haven't read anything really leading up to it. But everyone says well, that Nogus was a big part of the that. The stuff, the stuff with Nogus when they started doing the Nogus stuff after Genesis was really awesome, uh, and then it it just it kind of, um, like the whole thing was kind of, uh, it just kind of wore out, wore itself out. And I think I think we can talk a little bit more about that when we talk about the next trade too, because hmm. it, it, the reading the next trade really reminds me of some stuff. I do have to say though, like this is some of my favorite Evan Stanley art from part two. I know I, I like there. We get a lot of in these trades. We get a lot of reprinted uh, Evan Stanley work because I, I I love this. I love the artwork in the Chase volume. Mm-hmm. Like oh my gosh, the uh, the coloring in that too. Which we can talk about in a couple minutes because we still have to talk about the Sonic Comic Origins. We do. I was going to say I know we had um, 
Emma Stanley on our um, Sonic Boom charity stream. Yeah. We're gonna try and get her back again. Oh, yeah. I, well, um, I love talking to we, her. We're gonna try and get everyone. Awesome. Everyone. Um, we have we have an interview. I would say who it is. But we do have an interview for someone who works in the book coming up very soon. Mm-hmm. Probably be the next um, episode of this podcast you listen to. We are we are we reaching out to everyone we can. Um, because you know we want to speak to everyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you guys want to hear about how all these people got work in the book and you know, what what. Basically, we you know everyone just wants to know everyone loves knuckles. That's what we care about. We're gonna we're gonna turn this into a knuckles only podcast. Everyone loves knuckles. That's me. Bum bum bum. Knuckles here. Da 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 da. Knuckles there. Da 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 da. Hey, knuckles, where are you? You don't know what that song is, right? No. That's the theme song to the old '60s or '70s. Archie cartoon. Oh, that cartoon was terrible. It, I thought it was kind of fun in a like campy old cartoon. Well, way. they're bringing back a new Archie cartoon that looks terrible. So uh... I'm sure it'll be good. Um, moving on. So the comic origin. It's it's a. Uh, it's got a four. It's got, best way to describe it. It's one story split up into four flashbacks. Yeah. And they're in. It starts off where they're in some kind of weird X Men danger room simulator where they're fighting. The first boss from Sonic Spinball, the uh, the, from the Robotnik Scorpion, which is I will say post reboot, Ian has been doing a, a great job of like referencing some of the um, smaller yeah. games in little ways, like spent like with he um, talked about how much in Champions he's bringing back Sonic Two and the Master System. Which oh is, yeah, yeah. So like for me, I'm not a massive fan of these. Um, yeah, okay, there's some really nice artwork. Really nice artwork, but yeah. my issue with it is just that with because each because each story like the first and last page is like bringing it back, you know, basically they it's they're, choppy. They're posted in the middle of a fight, and it'll go from the side like, oh, in this fight, this reminds me of how we joined Freedom Fighters, and the last panel was like, so glad I'm here now, and so it's like, come on, we gotta go over there. Then you got a roller and roll they're fighting. And roll like, oh man, this reminds me of how I got into Freedom Fighters. Last page. Oh man, I'm so glad I'm here. What, Sonic, did, we call his, what did we call his dad? Bad, bad, uh. <laughs> bad, bad Walrusstad or something? <laughs> something like Big Bad Walrusstad or something? Big Bad Walrusstad. Bad Dad Walrus. Bad, like, a lot of these are just. A lot of these are very depressing. <laughs> these characters have had terrible lives. <laughs> Do you not like it because it's depressing, or do you not like it because it's repetitive? It's repetitive and it's it feels rushed. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously we didn't. Obviously, I'm glad they didn't do full stories of all these because yeah. you know there isn't there isn't enough to merit that. But I think that it's. I think it's, it's not as organic as introducing it naturally in the story, but we didn't get a page one reboot. Yeah. Well, so I think this is the next best thing where it's I'm like they we can it. get this, we hmm. can get this out of the way quick. And you can have this for reference. We can, you know, always, you know, do flashbacks and show, like go in more depth later. But this gives you the basic gist. I think, you know, it it, it succeeds at what it is meant to do. Hmm. I think. Um. I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm trying to think about which one was the most boring. I think. Um. That maybe. That maybe Sally's. Unfortunately. Hmm. She's, I'm gonna well, be, I don't think she has that much conflict. I'm going to be completely <clears throat> honest. Post-reboot, I find Sally to be a slightly boring character now. You thought she was more interesting beforehand? Not by a lot, but yeah, a little bit. I think she that... Has, so she has so much self-doubt. It's like every... She's like, oh, yeah. I'm not... 
I'm not good enough. I'm like, we get it, okay? We get it. Move on. See, and I think the thing is, she had more to overcome uh, pre-reboot. Like, she had to overcome, like, her dad. Because her dad, now. her dad, her dad's not a jerk anymore. No, when, that, when, he's a good king. He's healthy. Like, he's good and healthy. So it's like beforehand, it's like, oh, your dad's a real jerk. And here's the th- here's the big thing about archives that I didn't um, I didn't mention, but he, uh, King Edward becomes paralyzed. Yeah, and uh, well, in that archives, and which is referenced in some of the saga books. Yeah, that comes up if you've been collecting those. And so he turns to Elias, who ran away and just came back. And that's Sally's brother. Sally's brother. And it's like, you must lead the people now, son. And it's like, oh, Sally. Oh, snap. Yeah. It's like, you've been essentially leading people for, like, ten years while your dad's been stuck in some cruddy zone. And now he's like, ah, you're, you're, uh, I have a son better than you. Ha. And it's like, wow. Well, see, the thing is that, especially as what we're going to come up to when we get to the chase, mm. it's like, she... She feels guilty about about stuff that happened pre reboot. And it's Yeah, like, but that, that gets that gets thrown out of the window. Like after the chase, they don't they don't remember anything. Pretty well. I don't no, that. no, they don't remember know, anything. It's fine. Like but, canonically they don't. And I think I think that was which kind of, if you think about it, made the whole remembering kind of yeah. pointless, really. Yeah. Do we want to just jump into that? Oh, I do want to say there are some nice Backup features. Is this where it has the character designs in it, or it has the last page shows the oh. um, some CG renders and, and, and you know updated character profile? I mean, like the artwork's fine. And, you know, we have um, Sally's like you know I was raised to be queen, and then we had to run as kids, and now we're back again. Brotus like my dad was a jerk, um, and I left to be an inventor, and now I joined Freedom Fighter. It's different because um, I guess. Pre reboot, Rotor was in the home of them and then escaped because he was always there in the cartoon. I mean, again, Rotor, um, <clears throat> Rotor lived up north with his mom and little brother, and ended up somehow ended up down in Mobotropolis. I don't remember how exactly, but there was some sort of travel there. And every once in a while, Rotor would leave the book and go up north and do Rotor stuff. Rotor's dad destroying his little toaster machine is heartbreaking. <laughs> no, it's horrifying. That, that is, that's a jerk. Like, you know what? It's like if they didn't, ed- they they must have edited that down because there was totally going to be more than just a, a toaster getting hit. Yeah. Like that 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 walrus dad needs to be like. I'm glad like Rotor got got <laughs> ran away. Um, and then we get to Antoine. Antoine's like, I was a coward, and now I'm not anymore. So like, okay, and I met Bunny, and everything's okay. And it, like, it's like, first I left Sally, but then she likes Sonic, so I moved to Hunter Bunny. I don't even know. I don't even, I don't even know if uh, it implies that she loves Sonic. I think it's more that, yeah, no, I've got bigger problems to deal with than your little crush. Yeah, get out of here. It's a lot more really? like, hey, I'm my own woman. I don't need you, man. And then Bunnies was like, you know, I was injured, and then they roboticized me, and I'm upset, but I'm powerful now, and I love Antoine, and we're married now, and let's go destroy some robots. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you again. Um, I, I didn't mind this. You know, I think over... No, it's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, again, it's... what The worst thing I would say is the... Um, sort of this old story. Yeah. Because Sabrina is so terrible, it's amazing. 
It's so much fun because it's so mind-numbingly well, bad. Well, I think, I think the mere fact that it exists is something that needs to be put out there. Like, it's 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 something that's so, like, weird that, you know, people need to know about that's it. That's from the underground. It's so yeah. bad, you have to watch it. Yeah. But nothing about that. Let's oh, actually, I, I do want to say something a little more, is that this is supposedly maybe the last select we're going to get. Ever? Um, they've printed almost everything else. Oh, really? That, that's, um, that isn't a main issue thing. Um, I can oh, think of a couple things. Um, like, there are a couple ash cans that feature Sonic. Like, there was this really cool um, Halloween ash can where, once again, uh, Sonic meets Sabrina. Um, but it's completely drawn by Spaz, so it's amazing. And um, it's essentially, I think Sabrina wants to make a costume or something and somehow takes Sonic and Knuckles out of the Sonic comic and then they think that Jughead who is dressed as Robotnik is actually Robotnik and beat the crud out of him. It's it's a fun short little story and it's nice to see Spaz draw um, Archie characters. It's oh, it's a really that. interesting thing. Well you say that but like this so this select has two issues from the main book so they clearly pull in from like yeah well you know. it's like you know, you know what I wouldn't mind them using this for to do some maybe some backups. They skipped in Saga, like the yeah, birthday bash. That's another like, thing. Like well, that, birthday like bash wasn't even a, a backup. It was a uh, main story. It, it was, was the main then. story. It was that that we've already had at all costs part two. Like, I you... think what they're thinking is like ah oh, archives. It doesn't matter. I think that's they're they're like okay, this is more special stuff, more novelty stuff, and archives is you know. Chronological <coughs> Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. book. Again, um, if, know. you know, if I, I I would recommend it. You know, if you, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I mean, the selects I, I, are a good book mm. series. Um, so okay, now we go on to it. Finally happened. The chase is finally out. Uh, Sonic uh, new reboot, second trade. The chase it collects um, Diamond's control and the chase parts one and two and collects all four Sonic origins again. <coughs> Alright, and this came out. This came out like two weeks after Select ended. Yeah. Honestly, if you're buying the Select just for the um, Sonic Comic Origins, I would get the Chase because it's a bigger page. But that being said, there's another difference between the two that might change your mind. What's yeah? So um, the Chase Sonic Universe Eight Scourge Lockdown and Mega Man Trade Eight Redemption, I believe, all came out on the same day. Yes, and for some reason, all three of them. Have um, lower, lower quality, quality paper. paper. They're not glossy. Anymore. They're not glossy. They're more regular newsprint. It's. In, hmm. I think it's a high quality newsprint. It's not bad, but it's <clears throat> not. It's not to the standard of um, the last the, volume. The gloss, and also because it's it's newsprint, not um, glossy paper. It's there's some issues with the. Uh, the, you, you lose a bit in terms of the color and the actual quality of the image, which is which is a shame. And also, what's one thing is that if if they did also what's with so go off on a very quick tangent, reboot uh, reboot trade one kind of the chaos mm-hmm. had five issues, yeah, and it was priced twelve ninety nine, which yeah. would, you know you're pretty much you're pretty much getting five issues for less than the from the price of five mm-hmm. issues. This is only three issues. 
with the Origins, which again they just reprinted two weeks beforehand, yeah. and it's still twelve ninety nine. So you're actually, you know, paying almost double, almost for two more issues than what you're getting, and for less quality paper. The thing about the um, <clears throat> the the issue count in the trades, it's always been uh, like a variable. Like if you look through the sagas, um, the the what they collect in there, like how many issues. It changes from volume to volume. It it, it does, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in saga, think... in saga, they'll normally give you at least full four stories, yeah. if not more. Sometimes, I think what they were thinking was that the Sonic Comic Origins count as an issue, and and that's fine. I only questioned why they put both of them in two trays. They released so close to each other. That was just, I was like, well, that that's kind of redundant. If people get people like yourself yeah. who get everything, that's just kind of redundant for my money. See, I honestly, I prefer the Sonic Comic Origins being in the main trades. And that, I, I, I do. Fine. I, 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 I have no problem with me the neither. content of this Me book. neither. It's just that it's, yeah, I don't get why it's why they're also in Select 10 then. That's my yeah. issue. That's kind of See, weird. and I, I would have honestly waited and then done a whole Sonic Select volume of just Origins. You need a lot, though, because four of them make up one issue. Like, I doubt we're going to get... Much I know we, there's at least going to be four more, yeah, and then they'll probably call it quits. Then maybe. Uh, Ian says that he has a bunch more. He says uh, that he could. I, I think. I think what the the Sonic Comic Origins is going to morph into is retelling of games. Huh. So because we in this reboot we don't have, we don't have like actual story of what the games are. So they're like, okay, yeah, I guess play this game, but obviously there's canonically there's canonical differences. Because Sonic uh, 3 and Knuckles included Snively in this universe. Mm -hmm. And I think that the Snively origin is going to tie in on that. And I think that this is going to be a nice place where we get... um, We can get, you know, maybe a bit of background on Sonic Adventure. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, Heroes or something like that. Speaking of Sonic Adventure... It's referenced this. Chase opens up with damage control with uh, the Freedom Fighters trying to um, salvage Station Square. Yeah. And um, in this issue, uh, Bunny and Antoine are even talking about, hey, I remember being here, and then I also remember not being here for Chaos. Yeah, so, so I'm yeah. going to assume them being there was the comic version, yeah. and them not being there, obviously, they weren't there in the game. See, and I honestly, I prefer... I prefer... My comic adaptations of the games to be significantly different. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really enjoying this Unleashed Jar. It's it's a lot different from the game that I've played. Like it gives me more than what's what's already been there. If it's like word for word, like Sonic the, Unleashed, like the, like the Black Knight. Yeah, because in adaptation, it's not interesting. It's not playing with the ideas that are presented in the game. It's not it's just not good it's weird because uh, to go off on a tangent as we talked about in um select nine which was just game adaptations because because they weren't tying him into the main book ian was kind of like well you know i have to keep it within the yeah quote-unquote canon of the games which is why you get things like the kind of redundant black knight opening cutscene being retold word for word in comic book form which i get i think now we are going to be seeing because obviously uh, to go back to the, the champions of the Sonic Team Master System, Breezy isn't in Sonic 2 in the Master no. System, but you know, so ne- if that's an example, like I said, of 
making it work better within the realm of the uh, Archer universe. Which again, I, I am all for. I am all for. Um, see, the, it, it, this is it's kind of just a nice little story. I think Ian, I, Ian was kind of like when this issue came out, he was like, "This is going to be our first reintroduction of really seeing yeah. how the freedom because." Countdown the Cash was about bringing the Freedom Fighters back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damage Control was about seeing how they how this new team operates in this world. And we do get a sense of, you know, Sally... Sally is kind of... Op- Sally is Nick Fury. Sally is, is Nick Fury. Um, I was going to say Martian Manhunt from Justice League Unlimited because he was always behind the conscious going, you yeah. do that, you do that. But Nick Fury works better. She's you t- know, they both have one eye, so... Martian Manhunt has two eyes. He's talking about uh, Nick Fury. You said they both have one eye. I, I was making a joke. I was making a joke that Sally only has one eye, like Nick Fury. But that doesn't. But she doesn't. That's the joke. That's not a joke, Jonathan. I'm sorry to say. Well, then sue me for not understanding <laughs> what a joke is. American education system. <clears throat> um, I think. <laughs> I think that's the joke. There are some really, really nice things, like when they're in a uh, station square, which which is now in on the continent of South of, America. Of, so yeah, so America, so America, South America. Okay, yeah. Um, um, I, I think that was a pre-reboot continent too. So it's it's strange. Well, I mean, th- that may have been something Ian started implementing after. Well, no, I think that was I think that was something that happened. Uh, I, I think South America was where um, the cat country, so where Big's from, was. During the uh, Sonic Adventure adaptation, uh, that sounds terrible. Um, there are some nice things in the background. Like there's a there's a Jurassic Park Lost World parody poster with Sonic. Oh the yeah. Lost World and the Challenge Space Three. I mean, you know, it's just kind of a basic stuff yeah. of them rescuing people, and we get to see Sonic <laughs> starts, to, starts to get more and more overwhelmed. Yeah. As Sally does, she starts freaking out, and then Cream's like, "Calm down, girl. All right, we gotta save people first. She's like, "You're yeah, right, Cream. My God, let's do it." I'm paraphrasing. Essentially, <laughs> what happens? Eggman is annoyed that the world's gone down, blown up. Is he that he messed up? The Orbot keeps reminding him yeah. <laughs> every chance he can. I love Orbot is not this sassy in the games at all, but I love how Ian just makes him so sassy to Eggman. Well, I'm glad because I'm like, uh, it makes it it makes it a lot more fun. I can't imagine him having um, Cook Thornton's voice though. Yeah, like, I can't imagine that like soft-spoken Orbot being this sassy at all. I like I imagine this Orbot having more of the um, SA55 robot voice from Unleashed. Hmm. When he's going, ergo, this is the due to yeah. hasty actions, ergo, type of thing. Um, Eggman decides to uh, kidnap Professor Pickle on his research. I was so happy, man. You have no idea. I love Professor Pickle. Like, I, want, I legit want him to come back in the games. So bad. He's one of my favorite characters. <clears throat> yeah, he's awesome. So Eggman's like, I'm gonna steal him. Sonic almost warehogs out a, f- a few times. A few times. A few times. It's, I, I think stress. it's like I think that's one of the like. It looks really funny when he does it the first time because it's just like his face, the same face but creepy. Same face but fangs now and <laughs> purple colored skin. Uh, basically, so and Station Square is kind of you know almost about to go on, but then Gun this Gun appears. Or G U N to Is Amanda Tower um in the games? No. No the only the only like member quote unquote of Gun who is like significant is the commander from Shadow. He's not even named until okay. in the until um the comic book. 
like so wait, wait, Abraham Tower is yeah. a name given. Like it's from the comic book, he's not, he's not named in, in the game. Shadow the Hedgehog, he's not named. Really? Because yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna say, because um, game characters can't have uh, have people that are related to them. They can't have uh, relatives. I so. doubt. I doubt. I doubt the. Um, <clears throat> I don't like the command accounts. Not that care, you know. Um, it's not even Sugar. It's not even Who cares? It took him from Capcom. <laughs> Well, like, Ian, so, I mean, oh, Ian gives Professor Pickle a first name. Yeah. Not, not in the end books. And so Gunn appears, and then there was a reference to um, Shadowfall, mm-hmm. where Sally's like, oh, normally we do with Gunn. And the girl's like, yeah, they're busy doing stuff. They're busy making a really boring arc in Sonic Universe. <laughs> yeah. They're, I, you know what? When I read that again, I was like, oh, yeah, they're on the Florida Island. I didn't. I didn't remember about Shadowfall until you said that. I was like, okay, yeah, they're on the floating island doing um, whatever that one is. Total Eclipse of the Heart. They're busy fighting knuckles for some yeah. reason. Um, there was a nice moment where like says like she's speaking of the father. And she's like, we don't really know how everyone's still alive, how the oceans are working. Yeah. And so I was like, we just call it magic and call it a day. Okay, he was like. Good idea, sport. <laughs> Let's all go rest. I like how everyone called him online um, Nigel Fornicorn, and Ian writes <laughs> smashing. Like, smashing. So yeah, I haven't heard that Nigel. Never him, heard they called him Nigel Fornicorn. Yeah, because um, because King, Ar- King Acorn was voiced by um, by Tim, Tim Curry, Curry, who was voice- also uh, Nigel Thornberry. And show you tonight. That's not my favorite line that I've been sat inside. Yeah, I remember like in Blast of the Past, they're talking about like Julian's big party thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he walks away, he goes, Show you tonight. <laughs> I love that. Um, there's, a, there's a moment here where Tell's just like, You know, I know we were busy saving the world, but um, it's kind of weird how, like, you know, I'm still remembering everything like a dream, but it's becoming less and less vivid. Yeah. And there's a little bit where Tells goes, you remember everything, right? And so it's like, yeah, sure, buddy. No worries. Whatever you say. Like, I, I, I love that, like, and it doesn't matter, because they completely forgot, but it's like that that Sonic comforting Tails in that way, that's a really nice character moment. Oh, that, uh, but it, it does beg the question of why bother doing it? Because, like, literally, the last arc was all about everyone yeah. gaining back their memories, and now, next issue... Or, like, between... I forget if they're referenced at all. I think they're slightly referenced in the chase. But, yeah, like... Maybe three once. Issues, three <laughs> issues later... Gone. The reason is... Um... I, I believe they felt that... If they just... Cold cut... Was like, yeah, none of that exists anymore. People would have been... Mad. Like, extremely mad. More mad than, you know, they are... Now... People are still mad... I don't know. Some people, people out there, uh, Dan from accounting. Damn you, new two fifty two. But I love that term. He, uh, hates, so, he hates it. Apparently, he hates it. Apparently it is so. It is so like <laughs> new new two fifty two. I mean, it just it was so like. What are you? Oh, doing reboot on Cloud issue like two fifty two. What a great name. Oh man. Um. What was I saying? Yeah, but it's like um, people would have been more upset if they it, yeah. didn't, you know, wean them off. I guess, but still, ultimately, because like I like kind of the chaos, but it was a bit like, oh, here's your memory back. Yeah, here's your memory back. It, it was it the same? It got was, a bit repetitive. 
um, would you say it suffered from the same thing as Sonic Comic Origins? No, because there was enough. Because like, that was <clears throat> that was more of like a side plot. Yeah. Like there was there was still an actual plot going on within Countdown the Chaos. Like I mean, you know, I mean, and so that wasn't really what the the whole arc. I mean, really, I mean, it kind of was because they with each Freedom Fighter they gave the memory back. Nicole yeah, the plot was again. okay. We got to find these guys, give them memory. Well, I guess because because it was a four issue arc rather yeah. than four mini stories instead of one it issue. More it didn't padded. feel as cluttered. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, it's more padding. Like, it didn't feel as, as like here it is the same thing, so close yeah. together again, again. Um, but yeah, it ends with, with Mutsky. Um, so I, I keep forgetting they put him in the book. And Professor, well, Pen- it's like we haven't seen Mutsky or like Uncle Chuck or uh, Professor Pickle since like the end of well, we the pro- chase. We haven't seen Professor Pickle at all. And we well, no, I'm saying like at the end of this volume, oh. we don't really see any of them. We, or we haven't seen really any of them since. They'll probably come back more. I'm not post. Uh, World you, I'm not sure if World United is gonna. You would assume with the name World United that Mo, Sonic's world will be united at the end of it. But I think Ian may I keep that as a separate thing for um to, to finish in the book. <clears throat> I mean, I think that would be really. That would be really depressing. Although um. Apparently, to go on a quick tangent, uh, apparently it, it is going to be in continuity. Yeah, everything. Which is why, which is why I think it's, it's only going to be sticks from Sonic Boom who appears. Because then she, I, I can imagine her end with her being, I went on this adventure and I saw different yeah, versions yeah, of yeah. you, and you're like, whatever, yeah. sticks, you crazy freak. Which it actually is. That's a really good way to keep that in yeah, continuity. Yeah, yeah. Just have sticks go. So that's fine with me. Man, I liked when you weren't as buff, Nox. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Knuckles, you were scrawny, man. <laughs> what happened to you? And then we get to the chase, and this is um, this is when these three issues really—not hit you over the head, but it, uh, they bring in some really nice throwbacks to the games. Yeah, so that kind of the case was reestablishing how these characters work within the comic book world, mm-hmm. and this—I guess this was kind of Ian's way of showing we're going to be bringing in more of the games because mm. you know we had the first issue was all about stations. We had this one. Is all aboard Eggman's train, the uh, radical train from Sonic 06. Um, it also includes. We have the, I don't uh, think I got this far in the game. You didn't. You ain't missing no. much. Because I like uh, when I think of um, Robotnik having a train, I think of uh, I think Sonic Chaos. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was one of the bosses, right? <laughs> Didn't look like that. So uh, <clears throat> Uncle Chuck and uh, Professor Pickle or Dylan Pickle, Dill mm. Pickle. Is he related to Tommy? Which I'm gonna say, like, you should kind of, kind of stole that joke from Rugrats. Yeah, kind of. A st- <laughs> um, Sonic. Well, they're not using it. <laughs> yeah, well, Rugrats have been cancelled for years. Um, they're basically on this train trying to find Chuck and um, Professor Pickle and Chuck and Pick. Chuck and Pick, and they're going through all these different train cards, train cards to find them. There's one of them is like filled with. Food with um, explosives and Amy almost detonates everything by smashing. I love up. that. That's like, a really nice little thing. You know? I, I think those two pages are uh, are really great. <laughs> they are. They're pretty good. They're good. <clears throat> and like this, there's one thing I don't get though. Sonic stumbles into a um, train car for the bad next and he looks like he's scared. Like, Sonic wouldn't do that. See, I think we 
because you looked up whether or not we already reviewed the issues in this, and you said we didn't. But I, I really remember you like bringing this up during a podcast or something. Yeah, it's weird because I look apparently. I think <laughs> I don't think we did. I think the first issue we talked about where to change. Yeah. Um, we could. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't listen back to him, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. I've I've um, I've gotten got, like almost halfway through one. I mean, everyone should listen multiple times. Multiple times, and don't forget to <laughs> comment, rate, and subscribe on iTunes. Ah, leave us a good review. No, um, and then you know he and then him Sonic finds. Uh, you're doing. Up. You know what? You're you're kind of doing a John Tron thing. <laughs> I should really stop doing that. I know. Um, he finds Professor Pickle and Uncle Chuck, and I like how Uncle Chuck calls him Sonny Boy, like he did. Yeah, it's at the end, like the good days, like the good old days before this franchise <clears throat> went to heck. See, I think, um, and they introduce the first like E one hundred robot that they're going to use, the Et- Eta. Eta. Yeah, I'm trying to find out where this thing is named. It's like E E one hundred something Eta. E one oh six. It seems to be its right. moniker, but I think that I, I I think that is the most or is the coolest E one hundred series we've gotten, and it's the first one. Like I like how Evan Stanley like designed it with like the smoke coming off mm. of it, and how the, the the pounding hammer hands and the H theme. I I think that's a really cool design, really nice robot, and it's like. It's like everything after that was like, ah, eh, you know, it's another E one hundred. It won't live up to Ada. <laughs> well, um, in the first issue, the um, <clears throat> the controls for the uh, train get destroyed, so it just it just keeps going faster and faster. And the oh, 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 wait, wait, is this uh, is this speed? Was that is this speed? The movie? Spe- is this speed on a train? Oh gosh, train speed. Train and E one hundred six hammer band keeps like um, smacking up the train, which yeah. is bad because there's a little kind of explosives and stuff on it he doesn't he's care he's a, a robot he's a robot he doesn't care he doesn't know anything the flicky inside is terrifying <laughs> <laughs> there was a nice little bit where before he starts fighting Sonic does say I'm guessing you're not gonna randomly turn good yeah <laughs> that's what fall back the camera there um Uncle Chuck during the um, fight <clears throat> in their little um their I don't know what, what is their prison pod glass well it looks thing? like it looks like one of those um, things you keep that keep rings and lives from Sonic Adventure doesn't it kind like of a thing. giant one of those kind I think it's thing, supposed yeah. to be one of those one of those um, Sonic after Sonic gets knocked out um, Sonic gets trapped up, up against the wall and he starts turning again yeah um, and that's then what'll Amy, happen and Amy comes in um, helps subdue it and then they escape with Chuck and Professor Pickle, they leave the uh, radical train um, to explode on the radical highway. Is that what happens? No. <laughs> but there are a few <clears throat> Sonic levels that have, for some reason, are called radical. I don't know why. Yeah, totally tubular, yeah. dude! Tubular! Tubular, tubular highway. <laughs> tubular highway. They, they get back to the um, the uh, Sky Fortress. What's called right? Sky Fortress? No, it's called the uh, Sky it? Patrol. Sky Patrol. Why don't I keep as in Tail Sky thinking, Patrol? I keep thinking Sky Fortress from Sonic Episode Two. Yes. I like that level. It's a good level. It's fun. Hmm? It's fun. Um, Professor Pickle's like, dude, you, you didn't get my materials, man. Like, what are you doing? Dude? You didn't tell me about those materials, man. And he's like, it's not my job, okay, bro. Seriously, chillax. You gotta get my stuff out, otherwise we're gonna lose. Um, there's a nice bit where when Uncle Chuck starts talking about the history of the world, it kind of um. 
the uh, page kind of goes to like a kind of what the manuscripts look like in Sonic Adventure. Yeah. And there is a early cameo of Chip. Chip. Or as we all know him, um, Dark Guy. I mean Light Guy. Some guy I know. Ah! <laughs> and it's basically Uncle Chuck. I'm um, sorry, Professor. One of the guys that has a degree in higher education. Of the sorts, one who but, has a mustache coming out of his eyebrows is like um, we have to restore. We have to use the emeralds to restore the planet. We know where two of them are. And so it's like okay, then we can just use chaos emeralds. That's fine. There's a problem with uh, has a mustache coming out of his eyebrows because Chuck does too. Yeah, but Professor Pickle doesn't have a mustache at all. Oh. So, what? Double mustache and mustache out of the eyes? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going to call them, because yeah. their real names are too hard to pronounce or something. And this <laughs> and this is something where um, it ends with uh, Uncle Chuck's like, you know, we should really talk about what happened to you a few issues ago when you inhaled that purple stuff, and you freaking out. I thought this was where um, he said, we should, you should see a doctor, and he's like, but you are a doctor, a real doctor. But I think that might have been the last uh, arc... Because I really like that line. <laughs> and then we have a bit where Eggman, Eggman's train comes to a screeching halt and it gets destroyed. And then Eggman finds Professor Pickle's lab information. Yeah. And so now he now is, knows more than our heroes do regarding the location of the Gaia Temples and what to do to reformat the planet in his own twisted image. Which is really, this is... So into an egg. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of like this. I mean, it's kind of similar to what it was in... In Unleashed, when um, Sonic, when Eggman was trying to find the Gaia Temples, well, yeah. actually, it was different because in Unleashed, Son- Eggman was trying to keep Sonic away from the Gaia Temples. He, he had them guarded to like stop him from re- mm. restoring. But this time, Eggman wants to Eggman wants to um, restore it in his, in his own image, kind of like kind of a parallel to Transformers Prime, where the Autobots have to try and stop the Decepticons from from reformatting Cybertron from in their own image, <clears throat> so Megatron can use it to his political advantage. Which I just imagine like a political debate between Optimus Prime and Megatron. You need to read IDW Transformers. I, I gotta read that book. There, again, there is an awesome. It's not even in that book. It's in like the volume prior to that, where it's essentially two issues of Prime and Megatron talking. You and told then me flashbacks. That. It's amazing. I will, I will get that book, and then it ends with the um, Sonic comic origins, which we just talked oh, yeah. about. Um, reading this again, it reminds me of how well I think Ian is doing writing a gigantic long arc but you know keeping it fresh because it's like every arc is different and like really uniquely different and i remember back to like we were talking with um uh the new best of where it's got like endangered species and things like that the big problem with um the issues after uh genesis and leading up to Worlds Collide was that it was really really repetitive because it was like every story arc was essentially we're chasing the death egg we're chasing the death egg but stuff happens but the main goal is chasing the death egg we have to remember to chase the death egg and hey did you remember to chase the death egg thank you Omo Chow thank you (laughs) Um, but it's like and I I don't know I, I feel like maybe that was because he couldn't advance things how he wanted or i i'm not quite sure mm. but it really did slow like it made it feel slower than it was this how he's doing it here with the unleashed arc 
is um, is excellent because it's something fresh and new every arc, but you're still do- dealing with the same crisis mm. instead of being like, okay, we got to get here, but we got to get there where the death egg is. Oh no, the death egg's gone. We got to follow it again. It, it's it's slightly similar to what he's doing with um, the Mega Man because beforehand he would do an entire story, like entire game adaptation, in a four issue arc. Yeah. And now he's like, that's kind of too much to cram in, especially when you get to some of the lighter ones. Because they're, they're currently doing <clears throat> Mega Man Three, which has kind of been, if you if you really want to get technical, it's kind of been put over three arcs. I mean, yeah. really, most people would cite Mega Man Three as starting with the. Mega Man starts fighting the robots, yeah. which was the arc that just passed, and they, they just started second arc. But all the stuff of like Wily becoming good, and that kind of the backstory of Mega yeah. Man Three. So you know, I kind of include that with it. So I'm I'm all for that. I mean, um, I like it. I I I I, I want I want them to resolve this arc so they can really start because again, this we're still kind of. We're still kind of connected to Worlds Collide and like kind yeah. of pulp, kind of the reboot because we're, <coughs> we're fixing a mess that happened because of that. Yeah. I think it's I think it's almost very vaguely connected to the uh, to Worlds Collide. I I mean I'm interested to see what happens after Unleashed, but I'm enjoying the ride while it's here. Oh yeah, I mean I'm you know, I'm I'm really. I happy. mean I would be upset if it ended after Worlds like if it ended with Worlds Unite or right after Worlds Unite. Oh, yeah? Like I, I would be, I would be upset if it was like Worlds Unite. Okay, it's fixed because it's like that's such a. It feels like such a cop out. It's like you didn't, you didn't get all the chaos emeralds and place them where they're supposed to be. You didn't do this. You did, it's like they could. I mean, I guess, but I think do that takes Lord away. Unite, maybe. I, I think that takes away from okay. Mega Man and Sonic are together again. Like it Hooray! takes away. It takes away from. It takes away from the plot of them being together to resolve things that were already happening. I think just having. You know the unleashed him being a werehog and having the like world torn apart is enough. Yeah, um, I completely agree, and I think we should end it with hands down the, the best, best book. thing that came out. Scourge Lockdown. The people who have been with us since episode one <clears throat> know how long I have been waiting to read this book, and I was not let down. That's good. That's really. Good. I love him. What one quick thing <laughs> I will say. Is that they haven't really done this for any of the other books. The actual story is called Inside Job. Yeah, but they call it Scourge Lockdown. On I guess Scourge Lockdown is a is a better name, I guess, than Inside Job. But it's I think weird it might have been. That. I think it might have been promoted as Scourge Lockdown before that. Um, like I think it might have been on the covers as Scourge Lockdown or something. I don't. Really? I don't remember. I'd have to dig out the actual issues. Um, but either way, I mean, uh, do you want to do describe Scourge Lockdown? Scourge is in prison. Dun dun. This is um. It, it, if 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 you're like me, following the events in the trades, we are, and this has happened a few times with um, Universe. Because the, the, the timeline differences, I mean, we are reading the aftermath of a event that has yet to be re-released and trade yet from the main book. Yeah, that is kind of problematic. Because, um, well, like, I mean, what I... happens is Scourge takes down, uh, Scourge becomes Scourge. So he's like, oh, I'm I'm Sonic with a leather jacket and sunglasses. 
and then he touches I'm totally the chaos an original switch. character do not steal that, that's his whole thing <laughs> like that's literally his whole thing he's like you know what I am just a knockoff of Sonic but if I touch the chaos emerald become green and like scratch myself on the chest you know what you know what I'm a, I'm a completely different character self inflicted is scratch Huh? Is self-inflicted? I don't. I don't think so. I don't remember how he got it. But I'm Sonic's touching the chaos sandwich a bunch of times. How come he turns green? Uh, because he really wanted to. Okay. He wished upon the chaos emerald, and it came true. And then <coughs> that day in Mobius, they say, scourge your skin color. Also, there's a different. There's a different there three shades of green that day. There's also a <laughs> difference between what chaos emeralds do, and in that universe, um, because in. Scourge's universe, what actually powers him are things called Anarchy Barrel. And there's a bunch of them. Anarchy Instead Barrel. of being only seven. Yeah. I, I will say, though, again, I'm coming into this story <clears throat> completely fresh, um, even though, again, this takes place after something that I've yet to read, it's still pretty much his own self-contained story. Yeah. Like, it doesn't it doesn't rely too much on what happened beforehand. I mean, it's, it's interesting to see, because, I mean, like, for the first... Um, story, but the first like um, issue, as it were, most of it is just Scourge mm. getting the crappy out of him by everyone in prison. Scourge gets beat up real bad. Um, they put a collar on him to suppress his speed. They shave down his spikes so he looks kind of like a classic Scourge. And they also do like. it so he, can't, I guess, he's not as powerful. If he's yeah, well, he can't he can't go around spin dashing if he does that. Um, we also get um, we get to see characters that we haven't seen in like. Like uh, hundreds of issues, Al and Cal, and we also well we also get to see a um, and this is this is why I commend Ian Flynn and Tracy because they knew they knew years before it happened yeah. about Sonic Boom because if you go on the trade to issue to page twelve you can clearly see Boom Knuckles dunking Scourge like a basketball. What makes him Boom Knuckles? He's his knuckles, but he's ripped as hell. Look at him, oh, Boom yeah, Knuckles. Yeah, yeah. We also get he's to see bop. a... We uh, also get to see Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> see, and this... Um, I love Ian. I love you guys. Ian well, I don't th- I don't know if Ian did that. I think Tracy might have done that. Well, I know I there's know. a bit coming up in... I'm trying to figure out which issue. I think it may be the second part where there is a Ultimephilus and Ultra Void. I'm trying to yeah. Find that. that apparently was all Tracy's idea. Really? Yep. That's amazing. That's what, uh, that's what Ian said. I can't remember exactly what... <clears throat> Panel, what page that is, but yeah, there is a you get to see you know Mephilus and Boy, though it is Ultimate Dimension Boy and Ultimate Dimension Mephilus, which is a really nice little. There you go. If you go to page 17, as a Scourge screams at Fiona, storms off, Ultimate Dimension Mephilus turns to Ultimate Dimension Boy and says, Dude, that guy needs to lighten up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but like I was saying, this I think what this arc does is presents. It, and it does it does a lot of this. It presents like old, really old canon, like vertic, vertical and horizontal, or um, like the the gorilla gorillas in a new light, or even the battle bird Amada. Like it reinvents stuff and is like, okay, here's something from old like older continuity from before me. Let's make it more relevant. Let's you know kind of clean this up. And I think like vertic. Vertical and Horizontal, like, probably don't deserve to be in this book, but Ian does it in a way that it's like, oh, these guys? Yeah, 
I remember these guys. And, you know, if I read back to these guys, I'd probably be like, oh, gosh, this is terrible. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's just, it's like he, he's like, he was, the great thing about pre-reboot Ian was like he, and, you know, even Ian now, because he still does it, but he does it with different things, is he looks back at, you know, what was before, and he like he's like, you know, someone really cared about this. Let's bring it back, and let's, you know, give it a nice shine. That, that's that's what he does because he said he's he, he's not really a fan of Avengers. Yeah, he puts in all those throwbacks mm. for the fans, which is why you gotta love him because like you know it, even as you said pre um, reboot, he because he was a fan of the book himself, so he you know he didn't want to just. I know since probably he was the opposite of of, mm. of Penders, but Penders was just like I want yeah. people to do what I want, what I think should happen. Ian is is more of what works for this world. Let's just not abandon everything. If yeah. seven, if seven was bad. Let's try and fix it in the, in the now, so gonna make have it make more sense and stuff. Again, I love well, Smalls the cat. Smalls the cat, who is more intelligent than Big, but who isn't two thousand times a jerk. <laughs> um, so uh, Scorch is a loser in prison and is trying to keep his head down. He's got loser friends in Vertical and Horizontal. And he gets to be beat up, especially by his roommate, Smalls the Cat. This all starts to change when his old crew, the Destructives, dun, and, dun, dun, dun. and Fiona, or led by Fiona, his his uh, old smooching buddy or whatever, uh, show <laughs> up to have a conversation. Um, and well, so, yeah, because they get they and it's revealed that they purposely get kidnapped so they can or arrested so they yeah. can. Breaks, bust, same thing. So they can bust Scourge out. Yeah, they do. And Scourge is not happy to see them. He's like, you get out of it because you guys are going to get me killed. I, I mean, I think it's interesting to see him, like, completely broken down in this way. Like, it's really nice to be like, how do we, you know, take this character, make him completely, like, broken down, and then build him back up? Because Scourge is, without question, he was one of the, like, most arrogant, bombastic. Yeah, I mean, Sonic, if, if like, Sonic is, is arrogant, Scourge is arrogant to the nth degree. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Sonic will occasionally show some moments of humility. Scourge, not not, not so much. No. Although, and here, again, as you said... Issue one, Ian does such a good job of in the first few pages just showing in just a few panels how this guy's been broken down by yeah. everyone in this place. He's freaking out in the hallway, holding himself <laughs> like, "Oh man, I gotta, I gotta keep my head low." Like he was really like thrown through the ringer. And it's kind of weird how like you you kind of feel bad for him, even though he's yeah. such a jerk. You kind of feel bad for Scorch. Oh, and um, he meets. You meet more people from his zone in this uh, King Max with two X's because it's to the extreme, and Jeffrey Saint uh, Saint uh, oh, uh, Jeffrey Saint oh I know how to pronounce this John no it's not John it's uh, it's Crow uh, Crow Croy Saint Croy. It's Jeffrey St. Croix. That's how you spell, uh, that's how you pronounce C-R-O-I-X. Croix. Really? Yeah. Not Croix? <laughs> I didn't know. That's how it's spelt, man. <laughs> it's French. I think, I think Jeffrey St. Uh, Croix should have been more French and should have been like, um, Le Croix. It's like John Luke is spelled Jean Luck. Star Trek Next Generation featuring Captain Jean Luck Picard. I think I think a funny thing about making Jeffrey St. John Jeffrey St. 
whatever I said, um, is, is that um, he, ma- he, he makes him French, so he makes him into Pepe Le Pew, which, <laughs> which essentially was what he was. He was Pepe Le Pew that was trying to get with Sally, and like, you know, he was, he would, uh, uh, the language of love, the language of love. He is really, if you look at, um, if you reread some of those stories where he comes in, he's supposed to be like 30 and Sally's like, uh, 16. It's creepy. It is super creepy. And he just, he just like stalks well, if he's, her. if he's French, that's legal in France. Well, he's, he's English. He's fake English. He's English? Well, 16 is legal in England. He is fake English. He used to hung out, hang out with Green Arrow Sonic and <laughs> Amy. Green Arrows. Ian, if you're listening, bring back Green Arrow Sonic. <laughs> there used to be a Bat Sonic. No. Oh you didn't my. know that? There was a Batman Sonic. Is there Sonic. a Spider Sonic? Probably. In Boom. In Issue boom. 2 cover. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, but King Max, who is evil King Max... Um, is being like, hey, we had a deal. What's up? I mean, I not even admired you. I changed my name by adding an X because of you. And it's the, essentially the conversation that goes on. It's like, oh, we're going to beat you up and possibly kill you. Um, a note about this King Max. I think the fan speculation is that in the old comics, this is the King Max that was a servant of Nagus uh-huh. and was the one that was like, I, I've relinquished everything to you, Nagus. So that was probably going to be the loophole to get um, Nagus not to be king in the uh, in the ongoing book right before the reboot. Uh, okay. I don't know. I think that's what was going to happen. Ah, uh, but then the Destructrix come and save Scourge, and then Fiona gives him a pep talk, and he starts to think like Scourge again. <clears throat> Yep, and then I thought it's just he has to go to the... Because he, originally he's like, I don't want your help, I don't need you losers, get out of here. Yeah. And then he has to go one by one to each member to kind of yeah convince them to let me, you know, like work, let's work together and it's like a bust out of here. I think that's a really nice way to introduce and re-examine these characters that really didn't have much to them. They were just like one-off, lower, really lower-tier villains. I, I, w- I will say, though, these, like, issue and a half get a bit Sonic Comic Origins. Yeah. Just a little bit. Because some, like, I guess, we, we, you know, we, we get, like, a few pages for each of their backstories, and, and they're, they're okay. I don't know. I really like this because it was all, like... Like, especially, like, uh, uh, Sergeant Simeon, it was, his, like... His was, a, his was good. Also, we, we could have yeah. seen a classic swap up. Get to see a and, classic and, and the buzz bomber, how they were designed in Saturday M in the yeah. first episode, which is a nice, nice touch. I don't know, I, I just like, and it, this is the first time he was ever, like, established to be with these, like, com, uh, combat apes or whatever they were, uh, whatever they were, and then it shows how Magol saves him. Like, I like how it's like, I was lost, and then Magol found me, and I, I don't know. And I like how Predator Hawk... His back back uh, story in, incorporates the Battle Bird Armada. Like every bird character in this book is now established to be with the Battle Bird Armada, and then he gets to hang out with the Rogues, and is like, I hate the Rogues. <laughs> At first, he's like, I hate, I hate the um, the Battle Bird Armada. Man, I hate the Rogues. Man, I hate Scourge. <laughs> this guy just hates everyone. Yeah, and it's like you, you, uh, you. It's like 
five pages, you get to know what, what these characters want. Mm. Uh, you know, Predator Hawk wants a challenge in his prey. Sergeant Simeon wants, you know, challenges in, like, a fight to overcome. Uh, I, li- I would say I like the little um, thing of... Um, Smooth the cat has taken Scooge's mattress. Yeah. So Scooge has to sleep on the springs. <laughs> I like how he's like muttering to himself like, oh, you'll see. I'll, I'll get you. And he's like, what'd you say? Nothing. Nothing. Um, more yard brawling. Uh, Fiona has to keep up appearances of, uh, you know, whipping him into shape. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rouge in this universe. We haven't really talked about this you takes place in an alternate universe. This is the No Zone. And this was a thing created I by... I say Ultimate Dimension. Ultimate Universe is kind of like... Yeah, okay, yeah. to the main series. Well, it's... You know what? It is it is an alternate universe. Because it has alternate versions of established characters. It's got a... Warden Zobotnik. I still say Ultimate Dimension would be a more accurate description. Uh, Either way. way. This, is a, this is an alternate reality... Is that okay? Where um, people walk on the walls. They walk sideways. It's called the No Zone. And this is the home of the Zone Cops created by um, oh, uh, Sonic or uh, Spider-Man writer uh, Dan Slott. Mm. It, it, yeah, yeah. Dan Slott created this and idea. And one of the head, the head Zone Cop is Zonic. Zonic? There's Zector. There's Zespio. Zales? There's which, what's, what's the Eggman um, counterpart? Zobotnik. Zob- he's uh, he's ah. he's Warden Zobotnik. He's kind of like Adam Strange. He's kind of like yeah. in charge of the the um, jail, but he's clearly corrupt. You know, like he's clearly he, it's it's weird. He's but, like he's he, he clearly like he doesn't he doesn't want these criminals to get out. He's but, doing it for ulterior motives that benefit him. Like, yeah, but, know, like yeah, he, I mean, he, he's like you know he wants Scourge <clears throat> to not get out and just be a broken shell. Yeah, but he's like he couldn't call him a good guy. See, and I think the thing that makes him a bad guy is that he wants to see these guys broken. He enjoys seeing these guys, like, his idea of rehabilitation is making these people, like, be degraded into nothing. Well, too, like, yeah, that's bad, but again, these are, like, the worst people who have yeah. been sent to this place, you know? But I think that's it, 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 it's really messed up of someone to actually enjoy that. Like, I think that's what it, it says. I guess so. But Rouge in this universe is a psychologist. And is uh, sitting down and having a chat. What's her name? Is it Zouge? Oh, I'm sorry. Zouge. It's, it, you know, it is the easiest naming. Uh, it's it's, you know. it's like the Zeti from Lost World. It's all start with a Z. What, what would the Zeti be in this universe then? In this like, universe? Would the the I Zeti, mean, beginning with S's. So the Zaz. Seti? The Seti? Saz? Zor. No, Zor. So, Zor. Zena. Sax. Zaz. Zaz. Not Zaz. Zaz. Oh, are all the messes? Oh, they're all Z's. Just like... No, 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 no. Are all the Z's S's now? Only the first letter. Yeah, because that's how it is. This is too confusing. What's <laughs> this? this is a bad tangent. <laughs> So, Rouge is psychoanalyzing or group therapying, whatever, uh, Lightning Links, uh, and Lightning Links, like, is like, I was in love with this ninja lady, but now I want to kill her! And Scourge is like, yeah, let's kill her! (laughs) And then he starts, uh, essentially what it is. Yeah. Like, and then he starts, like, a riot in the, in the, uh, in the therapy room. And Lightning Links is like, okay, let's do it, I want to kill her! (laughs) 
I like how we see Knuckles with, like, crystal shard hands. Like, yeah, he shows up a bunch. Is that something? Is that, like, a reference to something or just something weird? But then we also get, get ultimate... Alternate Boom Amy, where like she's like, imagine, imagine Boom Knuckles, <coughs> Boom Knuckles proportions, but it's Amy Rose. Yeah, <laughs> and Metal well. Tails for some reason. Metal Tails. I don't know. And then Flying Frog actually goes to see Scourge and freaks him out because he's freaky. Yeah, because Scourge, Scourge wasn't even gonna bother going to him. Yeah, <laughs> he's kind of like, he's kind of like if if being the dynamite was like, I mean, being the dynamite's a bit crazy. But if he's not, bit, like, serial killer But, like, if he was sadistic and twisted, that is what this yeah. frog character is. I like how Tracy changes his art for his back backstory to be more, um... Like, like Ren and Stimpy cartoonish yeah, slash it's, demonic. It's, it's weird and demonic, and it, it, it's, like, messed up. And, and Scorch just finally has to be like, <laughs> Shut up! up! Knock it off! Um, we get a couple... We get a lot of nice cameos. Um... Oh, what is his name? It's he's the Galactus spoof of Robotnik, <laughs> and the Silver Surfer spoof of Snively called oh. Silver Snively. <laughs> that was a thing. Don Best did that. Uh, did the artwork for that? Uh, no way! Forget about going. It was um, be like, hey, how do you feel about them putting this, this little character in there for? You can buy the or for a while you could bought bought all the pages to that issue. Oh, nice. Um. And even Fiona's uh, roommate is a alternate reality version of the nanny from uh, 25 years later. Huh. Her tattoo is a heart that says jelly stars in it. That was what she was making them for the slumber party. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if, you, if you've been reading this, there's a lot of, like, there's like 20 years worth of, like, funny... Uh, like references mm. okay and then uh they start to make their plan to escape so all, all of the the inhibitor colors get turned off no that's a very big plot point only that's the destructics. you didn't let me finish oh, i was gonna okay. say get turned off only for scourge and the destructics i don't think that's what you were gonna say yeah, i know i've read this book man i know that's I know, why I know. scourge is able the first thing scourge does is just destroy Smooth the cat. He spin dashes right through him. So, like, I imagine he spin dashed right through him. I broke his <laughs> spine. I like to imagine that. <laughs> Things that Archie couldn't have, like, actually approved, but then, like, off panel. Yeah. Yeah, his spine's broken now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's pretty so, much. And then issue four is just, like, them under attack. Scourge goes. And before their escape, he's like, I need to go and get payback to everyone who kind of. You kind of beat me up when I was yeah. here, which is kind of a, I like that. I like how how even in the midst of they're trying to escape, Scourge just gets really petty and just wants to beat the crap out of everyone. He beats up Boom Knuckles. He does. He kicks <laughs> him right in the face, and it's like, hey, people from the first issue, I remember you. <laughs> um, yeah, they there's Knuckles' hat from the OVA. There's Amy's hammer with spikes in it. Oh, hey, and did, if you notice. These, it says Sonic Universe, uh, SU, yeah. on these little cubby, cubbies. Sonic Universe 25 through 28. And that's Those are the issues. issues. That is, that is uh, Energo- uh, Energax's um, gloves from those issues. Sonic Universe 29 through 32. That is this arc, and their stuff is missing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, really cool. Um, they actually break off uh, Alan Cow's... Uh, in, in inhibitor 
things, and they turn into these monsters. Yeah, I didn't get that. Reading it, I was just like, that, what the heck? <laughs> that, okay, so, Al and Cal were characters from, like, it, like an issue in, like, before issue 10 of the original series. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they... That's they, old they, school. Yeah, they, they're really old school. Like, they looked like this in their first appearance. And it was pretty much like Sonic went into this weird alternate zone where they were just like, hey, I walk this way, I walk this way, I control the vertical, I control the horizontal. And it was like, why is this happening? What is going on? And then at the end they were like, hey, if you want to hear more more about us, write into Archie. Apparently no one cared to write into Archie until like issue like 66 or something. <laughs> and then when they came back, they were this. <laughs> so it's like, what happened? And, uh, like, what happened was, I think they played too many video games and got corrupted or something. Like, something happened where they... they Hashtag Gamergate. What happened was they wanted they wanted to become like that. Like, I think it was, like, a thing like, you know, Sonic's a really nice video game. Look at Doom. What's going on here? <laughs> I think that's essentially what was... <clears throat> what happened. So, it's really nice that Ian like references the like the worst of the worst and is like you know what it's acceptable here <laughs> it's acceptable <laughs> and i think it's even better that it's like okay the regular here and then it's like oh no <laughs> so i don't know i really enjoyed that um so uh, yeah. zone cops are coming zone cops are coming we got to get out of here so yeah they they just you know beat the everyone in the prison they make their triumphant escape yeah, through a uh, warp ring, which uh, was stolen and fumbled around by King Max and uh, Jeffrey Saint. French guy. French guy. I don't know, whatever. But Scourge appears, and, and I forget, did they, did they take them out? I forget, or did they escape? They take them out, and then they escape later when they're all together. And then, oh, hey, Scourge is like, hey. This is we're gonna return and we're gonna be bigger and better than ever. Yeah, because um, Fiona said they were they were broken up because they were hired by Finitivus Finitivus to do a job f- for him. Yeah, and Scourge is like, no, we're gonna do what I want to do, <laughs> which we never get to see. Oh, really? No, we never get to see the result of this. Ah, bums me. So what? This is the last Scourge story. This is the last Scourge story. I'm bummed out now. I'm sorry. I thought this was a good. Um, I thought this was a good ending. It's it's a good ending, but it leaves you wanting more. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair, this is like, this is like um, a couple, maybe a year or two before any anything like affected the books, like any of the the like legal stuff started to affect the books. And then we get a nice little teaser of the next arc, Babylon Rising. Yeah, which wasn't as good, but you know, it's still good. But uh, Scourge, of all the books we've talked about today, Scourge, if you only buy one, Scourge Lockdown. Yeah, and it's like, even though it does have a little bit of a cliffhanger, hopefully, uh, I mean, it's totally going to be brought up again in Lost Hedgehog Tales, whenever that comes it's, out. It's, a, you know, it's, I mean, yes, technically it's it's a cliffhanger, but it's not it's not like a, a Satyam Doomsday cliffhanger. Which yeah. like, what the heck? This is just more like we're gonna go have some fun. Type. I of have thing. plans. Yeah, like I have plans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, this is um one of some of my favorite character stuff. I mean, Tracy's artwork, hot damn! It, Tracy's artwork is so good in this book. 
And I want to check. I want to find out if it's the same. It's uh, Steve Downer. See, I think that was really there. good colors. Like <clears throat> yeah. everything about this, the uh, the you know Jim Armist has really good inks. Uh, the artwork, this is some of my favorite artwork from. Um, it's really good. It is but, really good. So so good. So I'm, I'm so glad. I don't know. I love and I love the Warden Robotnik's Warden Zobotnik's design. Like I love the short mustache. You know I think what? That's really funny. He kind of. You know what? I'm looking at it. He kind of looks. Not not amazingly, but it kind of looks to me more like Obi Kintabor. Kind of, yeah. There's a, there is actually a, a, a Kintabor character. Oh, oh really? Yeah. He's um. He uh he kind of looks like uh, the STC version. You'll you'll see him in the next couple volumes of Saga. He's the oh, nice. he's um, Scourge's universes. Robotic. Oh, cool. Okay. But again, I would greatly recommend. Um, I mean, personally, most of the books we got, I thought it was a pretty, pretty yeah. good read. You know, I mean, let, paper quality biggest letdown. Not a massive, not a fan of the lack of you. I think the biggest thing. I, I think your 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 passion for not liking it has died down because we've had to wait so long to do this. But you were really upset. Because you know it was weird because TJ was the first. Our friend TJ was the first because yeah. we we got both of them. They they, they came out, um, but I picked them up and packed them. Went straight to work. I didn't time to like look at them. I yeah. just bought them. Went to work. And TJ was like, "The paper quality is not good." I was like, "What?" So on my lunch break, I opened the books and I was like, "Oh man." Oh, See, and man. I think it's I think it's you know higher end newsprint, but it's still newsprint. It's not glossy. My issue is the fact that if they were doing this to cut cost, that's fine. But they kept the price the same. If they're going to give us a lower quality product. They should lower the price. Well, here's the thing about that is that you know just be they 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 might have uh, did it to overset the cost of that it's like okay we gotta keep we we have this price for this book we gotta keep this price the same but they feel like they gotta keep the price the same because you know they just raise the prices but they can't maintain that so they're like okay something's gotta give so it's paper quality i you know what i'd much rather them raise it an extra buck or two and give us the good paper hey I'd, i'd pay 15 bucks for for one for that trade maybe not 15 Oh, only because like I get, I get that the fact that the issues they sell now have gone up a dollar. Yeah, I get the fact that when we get to those trades, the price would go up. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, but I'm like, I'd rather. It's like when they change the designs of the spine. You like consistency. I'm a, I, as people listen, I am a sucker for things to be consistent. It just, I think it makes things work, makes the series as a whole feel more complete slash better if things are considered. I mean, obviously, from arc to arc, having a different artist is fine yeah. as long as you have, like, the same... I, I wouldn't mind if It's they... much harder when you have something that goes on for, like, 20 years, 50 years, 100 years. I no, I get that, but again, just the fact that, I mean, apparently, like, uh, Archie were, were like, one of the first um, comic book publishers to go to, like, the good, high-quality paper. Hmm. And so it seems kind of weird how they would be like, you know what, we're going to go back to less quality paper. It might be a one-off thing. Which, if it is, that's going to drive me even more crazy. It's like... Well, then it might be like, you have to look out for a second printing, which I don't know if we'll get a second printing of the Scourge lockdown. But then I'm bummed, because I've been waiting waiting for this arc for so long. And I got 
I would easily trade Knuckles Returns to have bad paper to give Sword yeah. Luck down better paper quality. I would agree with that. And I don't hate Knuckles Returns. Like, I like Knuckles Returns. I would hate Knuckles Returns. I mean, I, I kind of feel the same about Knuckles Returns as I do about um, Shadowfall. Yeah. It's just kind of boring. And like, it's for a story arc that's called Knuckles Returns, surprisingly little Knuckles in that story arc. Yeah. Don't call it Knuckles. It should have been called Down Under Freedom Fighters and Knuckles Returns. Or Knuckles Down Under. Knuckles <clears throat> Down Under, yeah. That just... would have been a good title. Yeah. Knuckles Returns implies like it's Batman Returns. You're going to get a really, dark, woman. a really dark story where like babies have been murdered and stuff. Yeah, okay. Batman Returns <laughs> is a messed up film, man. <laughs> Go back and watch it. I, I haven't watched it in a while. That's the Penguin's time. plan. Yeah? The end, Batman Returns <clears throat> ends with the Penguins sending out a bunch of penguins with, mis- with missiles on their back to murder the firstborn. All the firstborns in Gotham. That's dumb. Yeah. That's a dumb thing. That whole movie's dumb. Yeah. Still better than Batman <clears throat> 89 now. Fight me, RL. Um, you, don't, you don't like that over 89? I'm not a fan of... I, I mean, I'm not a fan of either. To go, off, to go off on a big, <clears throat> quick tangent, I'm not really a big fan of either. I would I would argue, and I make it hate for this, I would argue that Batman Forever is, in terms of the character of Batman, closer to the books. You know why? For the simple fact that Batman Forever, Batman doesn't murder anyone, yeah. which he does in 89 Hand Returns. I would say that any of the Joel Schumacher movies are more enjoyable. <laughs> Even though they're terrible, and Batman Forever is like the room, you know. It's just, yeah, it's just like even if it's like you know for how bad it is, it's more enjoyable than the I mean, eighty nine. I mean, I mean, the fact that Bat in Batman Forever, Bat one of Batman's first when he first meets Mister Freeze, yeah, his opening line is "Hi, Freeze, I'm Batman." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's terrible. But so, um, thank you everyone who listened to us. We'll be back. In the future. We're back in the future again. We have an interview coming up, which we will be recording on... Unless things happen, we'll be recording that on March 14th. So you should have that yeah. the following <clears throat> Thursday. Because I'm going to I'm gonna try and keep these coming up on Thursdays. Oh, yeah. That's going to be my new uploading time. Random Thursdays. Random We'll keep it on Thursdays. Um, so we'll be back in a... In a I'm not sure if there's any trades coming out this month. Babylon Rising is supposed to come out next month. So what? Uh, that would be so in March. March. So we might we might actually get that within our time spot really? of That's issues. Quick then. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I think are they are they finally have they finally listened to our podcast? Are they finally speeding up trades? I don't know. Because the main book, I realized the main. But it book... could be it could be a thing like Comicsology is just slow to delay it. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, because, well the, at this point in time, the main book, along with Mega Man, mm. post-reboot Sonic and Mega Man, they're both two arcs behind in terms of trades, which is, that's a fine, that's, yeah. that, that, that's perfectly fine. Not as good as IDW, but few are, that's fine. Universe was still quite a ways, and again, the first... Universe, I think we need to, like, speed it up. The first trade of Boom will be coming out, um, May. Yeah, May. All, I'm, all I'm really seeing in my comicsology is... Um, Babylon Rising, and Boom, and... What, Boom Trade 1? Boom Trade 1, and, uh... Saga 7? was that? No, not Saga 7. Um, what is it called? Uh, Waves of Change. Those three are what I see for the next... Until May. Those are what I see until May. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, Saga I don't see in my pull list on Comixology. So I don't know. I mean, maybe sometimes, Amazon would have sometimes a more... they come out <laughs> randomly. Like you that know, is true. Sometimes I think um, I think with the last one, Amazon was still saying it's not coming out for another month, but then. Here Knuckles, you go, in the store! <laughs> Knuckles Archive is not going to come out for, uh... Two years. years. Oh, jeez. Why? <laughs> it was it was, it was going to come out, like, January, and then it's like, not two years. <laughs> well, again, everyone, thanks for um, listening. Again, if, if you uh, do enjoy us, please, well, you know, you want to click the link at the bottom. If you're watching this on YouTube, click the link in the description, go to iTunes, maybe review us. Please review us, you know, review us fairly. Review the review. Review the review. If there's things you'd like us to do differently, leave us a comment or put it on iTunes and please uh, rate us on the iTunes. I'm not, I'm not going to say rate, comment, and subscribe for YouTube. Yeah. Just rate, comment, and subscribe for iTunes. So okay, they, April 7th is what they're saying for the next volume of Saga, which sounds good. April? Okay. And then uh, for volume 8, they're saying August 18th. Okay. So that sounds that sounds pretty good. <clears throat> I wish it was quicker, but that's fine. That's fine. I, I just think that they should hurry up with Saga for the main book. But either way, thank you. I, I think Saga doesn't matter. I think Universe is what they need to hurry up on, and then Saga they can so. just take their sweet time I with because Saga. Okay. <laughs> Ciao, La Belle. That was Jeffrey Saint Crux. Thank you, Crux. Thank you so Crux. much for for listening, and we'll uh, see you in the kitchen. Hopefully, we'll get Bobby back. If he can pry him away from his get my Bobby back, Bobby back, Bobby back. Get my Bobby back, Bobby back, Bobby back. Bobby, we miss you. I used the same thing twice in an episode. It's a thing. That was a cool back. That was a cool bookend. Bookend for us. Podcast about books. Oh! Okay, bye. Prove you're smarter than a robot. Subscribe and leave a five-star review for this and other FTCR shows on Apple Podcasts. You boob. Yeah.